Hey everybody, here is part three in the series on wholesaling with Barry McGuire. In this segment, he's going to discuss, you know, is is this even possible? Can you make money doing this? Um, he's going to share some stories um, where people have made money doing this. Lastly, I just want to thank Barry for doing this and, and sharing this with everyone. Barry's played a, a very large role in my growth as a real estate investor, and he's taught me just about everything I know. So um, thank you for that, Barry. Um, I, I've said this a million times, but every real estate investor needs to check out his courses. He not only covers wholesaling, well, but also agreement for sales, uh, rent-to-owns, options, VTBs. I think I covered everything. Um, all creative strategies. Um, strategies that, that we've implemented successfully to, to grow our real estate portfolio. So go to barrymaguire.ca for either live events or their home study courses. And feel free to reach out to me if you want to learn more about how we've implemented these strategies. Anyways, part three, here it is. Hi, everyone. Barry McGuire here again with my third in a series on the creative real estate strategy known as wholesaling, sometimes described as assignments. We did our first two segments uh, starting in January, and we were aiming at um, a focus workshop that uh, we would put on, uh, I think it was going to be at the end of March, but we all know what happened. COVID has intervened. And so all those kinds of live, face-to-face, -face, hugely entertaining and valuable focus workshops are now put on hold until we know what the heck we're going to do um, with life uh, because of COVID. But nevertheless, this is the third in the series on um, aimed at a focus workshop that was going to be called uh, Scaling and Wholesaling. Scaling and Wholesaling. In other words, can you... Uh, take wholesaling and build it into a business full-time or one that produces you at least a decent uh, amount of income. In our first two segments, we did an overview of what wholesaling is all about. What does it mean? How does it work? Uh, in the second segment, we were going to do five essential things that you needed to know about wholesaling, but I expanded it to seven things. And now in this third segment, we're going to talk about, um, it's a big question. I think it's on everybody's mind. Can you actually make money uh, in the wholesaling, uh, with a wholesaling strategy? Can you make some real coin? Is it worthwhile getting into? Should we spend some of our own money learning about this? You know, how does it exactly work? And, and what have other uh, people experienced? So... So let's talk about that part of it. Uh, I think a good introductory story here on making money in wholesaling comes from my very good friends, Corey and Tiffany Young. Corey and Tiffany, when they were starting out um, in real estate, uh, I guess that would be 13 or 15 years ago, they didn't have much money of their own and uh, they had to employ creative strategies early on in their investing career and once they got their feet wet and really kind of understood the buying and selling process um, they through their contacts usually with realtors um, would be uh, advised of by their realtor connections 
properties that didn't really work for realtors to to help people buy or sell but that look like you know maybe the the property would be a, a good deal for an investor that there was some money to be to be made um, in purchasing the property and then selling it to a third party so Corey and Tiffany started employing the wholesaling or assignment strategy and as we're talking about can you make money when they would find a property that they thought there was say uh, a difference of ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars or maybe even thirty thousand dollars between what they could tie it up for and then what they could sell it to uh, a third party ultimate buyer uh, they would sell it for a couple of thousand dollars you know two thousand uh, dollars and it didn't really matter what the upside was for the ultimate buyer, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000. Corey and Tiffany found it, got it under contract, found an ultimate buyer to take it off their hands, collected a couple of thousand dollars, did two or three of those, and then went, hey, wait a minute. We're leaving a whole bunch of money on the table. And uh, it's fair that we should make a little bit more money if there's more money in the deal. So, if there was only $10,000 in the deal, and remember, these are always estimates, they would still say, fine, we'll, we'll assign the deal. You give us $2,000, we'll assign the contract, you close on it, and we'll take our $2,000 and off we go. Uh, but where there were deals that had um, better numbers, if somebody was going to make $20,000, say, or $30,000, they started to bump up their assignment fee till they were... You know, getting five and six thousand dollars per deal. So that's just a story about people who started out and what they learned. Now, um, if we go on to other more, I guess, basic conversation about what can you make, there are certainly deals where, uh, certainly deals where people have made a whole bunch of money on assignments, and I can I can hear people saying now. So I'm going to give you some examples um, where people have made forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on an assignment. Not, not two or five thousand dollars like Corey or Tiffany were making, but some some fairly substantial coin. And uh, we do coach everyone who takes our courses or listens to us that that. Um, Deal should always be win-win. I mean, we we really think that if you're talking to a seller and the seller is, is missing a bet, I mean, maybe he doesn't want to use a realtor, but you can, you can look at it and say, you know, if you just listed this with a realtor, you'd probably be able to get, you know, quite a bit more than you're willing to sell to me for. So why don't you think about that? So that's, we don't take advantage. Um... So we coach you to do that, and, and I say that in lots of cases, people will say, and I can just think of one right now, when my client said to the seller, you should use a realtor, you'd get way more money than selling to me. The uh, seller said, pah, realtors, I hate realtors. I wouldn't use a realtor if it was the last person on earth. And so my client went, okay, well, that's up to you. And then they um, bought the property, and this was the uh, all-time home run hit. Uh, there was $120,000 worth of equity in this property. And, and by the way, 
telling them they should use a realtor wasn't the only thing they said. They suggested two other ways for the seller to get more money than to sell to my client, both of which the seller rejected. So, you know, playing for win-win and being um, not taking advantage of people uh, is very good for you. It's great karma. I, you know, I believe in karma. What goes around comes around. And uh, sellers will often want to sell to you anyway, no matter what you tell them. All right, so um, I'm remembering a deal up in Fort McMurray, not uh, during this last while where they've had flood and oil downturns, but in the heyday up there, a client of mine uh, got a property under contract and found someone to buy it from him very quickly for $40,000. Um, have another client who was looking to buy a property for a family member and um, they paid $22,000 on an assignment. So this wasn't an investor. This was just somebody I know who, who picked up a property and paid the, paid the person who had it under contract. That would be you who was looking to get properties under contract and sell for more money to somebody else. They paid the person who had it under contract $22,000 more than what the uh, assignor, that's the person who has it under contract, than the assignor was paying to the seller. And they were happy to do it because even at that, it was still uh, valued at, I think, $15,000 more than what they were paying, including the $22,000. So that's a second example. And then I've got... Um, Two other examples, one just in January, my client paid uh, $305,000 to get the property under contract, or wrote a contract, I guess, for $305,000, and then they found an ultimate buyer who would pay them $355,000, so that was a $50,000 assignment. And the last one, um, my clients uh, were walking a particular neighborhood at night, putting little flyers in people's mailboxes. And a gentleman came to the door and said, what's that all about? And they said, well, we're looking for properties in this area. And he said, well, I might be selling. And uh, so they, they bought from this gentleman, uh, again, uh, for a, a big assignment fee, they found someone to pay $70,000 more for this property and the gentleman was uh, wanting to get they tried to dissuade him but he insisted he liked them they were a nice couple uh, he had his own independent lawyer it was completely above board and they sold it for seventy thousand dollars so those are some big numbers and i i want to just say those because i i run into them often enough to be able to say that um, they're not rare. They're unusual, but they're not rare. Rare, I would say, you know, shows up every 10 years, one in 10,000 deals. So they're not rare in that sense. And I've heard of other ones where people have made, you know, substantial money. They're not common, I wouldn't say. If you're looking to think about what's common, Probably what Corey and Tiffany were doing, which is to get five or six thousand dollars out of a deal, is more common. Um, I remember, I remember um, one of our early students in one of our very first uh, rapid cash program courses that we did uh, wanted to come and take the course, 
he understood what assignments were. He didn't have the money to take the course, but he just at the same time found a property that was undervalued, uh, sold it and assigned it for, got it under contract, assigned it for $5,000, um, took our rapid cash program, and now he's a full-time investor. I, I love that story. That's great. So in terms of what you can expect to make on assignments, yes, you can make some big dollars, but I'm suggesting that probably five to $20,000 is probably um, more realistic, and you would run into those deals uh, more often than you would where you're going to make forty, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars. So, the answer to the question, can you make money wholesaling, is an emphatic yes. You absolutely can make money wholesaling. Obviously, the key is to find those undervalued properties. The more undervalued, the better. And then um, have it be attractive to a wide range of people who will pay you more money. So yes, 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 you can make money and really good money uh, when you understand what wholesaling is and how it works. Okay, now um, our focus workshop that we had scheduled for March, which is now postponed because of COVID, um, was going to be called uh, Scaling and Wholesaling assignments as a business and so we're not running that right now and we don't have any plans to run it now because who knows when we're going to be able to do a um, face-to-face event and we love doing those face-to-face events we are getting involved in some virtual events so we're learning how to do that and we're considering whether or not we will do a virtual um, focus workshop in the future but that's not decided yet, so I don't want to promise anybody that's coming up because I don't know if it is or not. However, if uh, if you're listening to these um, to these three podcasts on wholesaling, and if you want to get going, if you really want to get going and understand how it works, we do have a home study kit on assignments, and you can find that on my website. So that's barrymaguire.ca. So B-A-R-R-Y-M-C-G-U-I-R-E, all run one word, dot C-A, all lowercase. So barrymaguire.ca, all lowercase, one word. Go there and um, I can't remember whether it says shop or store, but there's a place that tells you what the products are and uh, you can buy our uh, very reasonably priced uh, assignments home study kit which includes a whole bunch of video from uh, a rapid cash program. Uh, it includes uh, a big manual and it includes uh, documents that you would need to, to do a wholesaling. So I think that is going to be it for me. I'm just thinking here, anything else I want to say? No, I guess not. We've done a pretty good overview in our three, in our three uh, podcasts. Um, we do emphasize to, that you should play for win-win. If you want to get going right now, head off to my barrymaguire.ca website. Um, and not only uh, is there information there on assignments and wholesaling, it's got over 120 podcasts all about uh, things that show up on real estate deals and what people do to uh, to extricate themselves or how to solve problems. There are other products for sale. There's other coaching. So Thanks, everyone, for listening to this uh, series on 
on wholesaling, scaling and wholesaling it was going to be. And uh, I look forward to helping you all sometime in the future. Thanks, everyone.